century. Train shots. We haven't done train shots in years. <laughs> Those are the days I rarely went to the bar. Train shots. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling on the neighborhood street. <laughs> tell everybody that story. You went down the neighborhood street. <laughs> it was right too close 65 to the Sixty-five miles an hour. I stopped on gas to get up to highway speed. <laughs> When HUD was poor people. HUD called me to tell me that the next day and couldn't finish telling me he was laughing so hard. <laughs> Those poor people are <coughs> sitting on their front porches and this car goes by 60 miles an hour. It's <laughs> on the residential street. Oh, God. I swore it was the on-ramp. <laughs> they shouldn't put it that close to the stupid It's shaped the same way, too. It is. It's so it's too easy. If you're not paying attention, 100%. Well, where was this? It's oh, right no, on uh, uh, the. Is it here on River Drive? So, the on ramp to 75 right there. Should where the Angels is. In Rockwood? Yeah, yeah, and there's 75. There's a street. Go north on 75 from Old Fort. And you'll turn from Old Fort, and then you turn right on the on ramp. But there's a there's a, in, a, a street like that has in, industrial buildings, and then a neighborhood later on. And it's shaped the same as the on-ramp, so Mike turned early, just, you know, 300 feet. And then... It's probably less than that. It's, it's, and then it curves, yeah. and it goes to 75, and then he starts... Hud chasing him down, because Hud saw him pull it. <laughs> so Hud called me the next morning, like I said, you couldn't finish the sentence. He would just start laughing, you could finish. Telling the story. <laughs> but we pulled into the neighborhood, I'm like, what? Why would someone do that? <laughs> uh, too close. They need signs. You're not gonna... <laughs> yeah. Houses fly. Yeah, they have signs. I didn't see any flying by. <laughs> well, they need signs that say this is not I-75. <laughs> Why are there cars parked on the on-ramp? They've got the signs that say this is I-75. They need the signs that say this isn't. There's a bunch of driving. There's the neighborhood. There's the industrial thing. There's the entrance. And then there's the exit. They have do not enter, do not enter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's because it's all next to each other. <laughs> yeah, I, I think I've gotten kind of tricked by those do not enter signs. Yeah, that's, wait, can I go here? Because they're, they're, you know, they're kind of facing Yeah, it's so dumb. Direction. Why do? Don't do that. Don't yeah, it's just, there's a, just a lot of cement going out there. You don't know where you're supposed to go. <laughs> yeah, throw darkness. Like this one looks good. <laughs> throw darkness and then... The, Whole bunch of I find, shots that, in there I find that with a lot of streets, it's like you have to know the area before you go there. You have to prepare yourself because <laughs> they're not really forthcoming with street names and street signs are so tiny. They're way up. Yeah, they're right, right. They're not. They don't reflect. You don't know what's going on. Well, so, there's our rant on <laughs> trains and streets. <laughs> the year is 2013. It's the 22nd of May, and we raced away on the North Coast with the Migo Schmo, Mike, and Mickey. I like to point out that Schmo did not check his phone before he gave the Yes, game. but he's pissed. Oh, you're kidding me. <laughs> Wait, it turned it off for us. Oh, there they go. Just a little bit. Oh, there it goes. Now so we get game noise. <laughs> Funny thing is, Joe, Joe uh, hesitated on the year of 
of all things. <laughs> not, the, not the day or the month. She just paused the juice. No, no change. There's no change. <laughs> she's pissed. I think she's under She doesn't have she's to play the jukebox. It's just the dude. No, no. I thought she's done it before, hasn't she? Yeah. That was good too. It's quiet. Oh, good. Good. We am going to wait till the song was over. <laughs> Seriously. Yeah, I think that's it. Okay. Alright. Alright, so let's well, get we the show on the road. Joe eked out the, uh, the calendar for us there. So. <laughs> yes. And I only remember because I know tomorrow, I can remember tomorrow's the 23rd. Because so I have to go to a wedding at 9 in the morning. Mm. <laughs> An Indian wedding here where they get married at a very auspicious time that someone told them they had to get married at some astrologer or something. Really? Yeah, so 941 to 943 is when some Indian word happens when they actually tie the knot. So they, they didn't pay this guy enough to come up with a better time. <laughs> yeah, you know, because sometimes it's like two in the morning. So when they have the wedding reception, that usually it's in India. They do it yeah, before or after. So would you have gone to this or two in the morning? I, I don't know. I think I prefer it to be at 2 in the morning than 9 in the morning. <laughs> it would have been cool if it was something like that. It would have been, yeah, I'll go there because she, she is cool. <laughs> she said that was pretty. <laughs> you look very pretty. You, you were very pretty up there giving your speech. She told me once, like, thank you. <laughs> You're just beautiful. Wow. <laughs> uh, Anyway, well, you we finally have quiet. This is wonderful. Yeah, and we had someone in the land of Buffett last week. Mike was in Florida. Yeah, I spent and last week yearly, down my, uh, usually yearly annual trip, which has been two years since we last made it down there. But but stayed in the same place, uh, Madeira, Madeira Beach, Johns Pass, right near uh, Treasure Island, St. Petersburg, Tampa area, same condo and everything, right across the street from. Uh, John's Pass, where there's a uh, bubble gum, Hooters. And yeah, it wasn't like that. You've been going there since you were a kid, right? Yeah, this stuff. This all came, you know, fairly recently, just the past few years. It's all built up now. Still fun. Beach is really nice. Didn't do much. I didn't get to Margaritaville. I thought at one point we would, but uh, I heard the the tickets to get into Universal were like $100 by the time you paid taxes and fees and all that crap each. Oh. And Brian wasn't that interested in going, so I just thought, uh, I'm not gonna spend 100 bucks each to go to this. So you have to have tickets to get into the city? No, no, you can still go to City Walk, but. You might as well go to the park yeah, too. Yeah, you can go to the park. And my uh, sister went, and her kids, that, so their whole, that whole family at that side went. And yeah, it's 100 bucks each, they, you have to pay to park. It's, it's an expensive thing. So we didn't even go. We just hung back and, and uh, hung out by the pool and stuff. I think that night we, was that the night we went up to uh, Ricky T's? That's where Kirk Adams played. And he's, he's got another a different band now, Kirk Adams and the Honey Badgers. And uh, 
he played Mexican wrestler for us. That's cool. Oh, yeah. yeah. And uh, he's got a new song, a uh, newer song called Tequila Worm. And uh, we had him play that. That was pretty good, too. I think you can check those out on his, on his website, kirkadamsmusic.com. That's pretty good. Good time. I think the day before that, we had seen another band, same, same place, called Bus Full of Monkeys. And they were actually pretty good, too. More blues kind of stuff. Is this with your brother? Yeah, he's got to do this the nightlife thing with live bands and stuff. You gotta keep him entertained. So, not too much. Usually, there's some buffety thing that happens, and uh, some new Margaritaville product or something like that that comes out that I haven't seen before. And, but not this time. I didn't see anything new. Um, nothing really buffety happened out of the ordinary. We went to the uh, the Conk Republic yeah, in Reddington Beach. The music, yeah. They play a lot of Buffett music in the background there. It's part of the regular rotation, so that's cool. And they have Buffett pictures and Parrothead stuff all over the walls. Always a good place. We like to go there. I mean, that was great. And then uh, at one point, I was we were just sitting there having drinks, listening to the, to the music, and, and uh, I was just you know, not paying much attention, just kind of all blending in, and, and Len was there. And, and he said, isn't this Roger Klein? And I paused for a minute, and I didn't even notice it myself. But yeah, it was Roger Klein, um, the song Paper Airplanes from Unita Cantina. And it goes something like this. Or somebody's playing the, uh, he's asking for it to be turned up. I mean, it doesn't even make any fucking sound. I should book Jack, because she It is a podcast, yeah. Yeah, they said they've said it before that it'll go down all the way, but that's a lot louder than before. We gotta talk to uh, Chini. Yeah, I mean she's no. I mean, to say, hey, you know, we need G to take care of us. Yeah, I mean, you know, don't be sitting back here. He gets web mentions and come in and try uh, Gina's triple X hot sauce. Cause it's good stuff. It is good stuff. So anyway, back to the uh, the, the Conk Republic. And uh, it's a bummer we have to talk over this, this good song. I know, it's like the worst song ever. And people are. <laughs> People are actually dancing out there. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Any other? There, uh, we were there for uh, the weekend of Pirate Days Festival. That that was the first weekend we were there. So, in fact, I should forward Mickey uh, a photo I took of the. Uh, there was a pirate band, and there were people dressed as pirates running around. It was. It's apparently a thing, and they had. People playing music out on the in the bars and the streets in the area and a lot of Buffett music and that kind of thing. So it's cool. Yeah. You hear this? It really sets the mood. So uh, other than that, um, not too much Buffetty stuff. Uh, I did go there. There was one um, uh, gift shop called the uh, I think it's Wild Wild Time Caribbean, but they are apparently some kind of Margaritaville. Um, products distributor, so they had all the t-shirts and stuff, and, and uh, um, eyewear, 
uh, hats and all the, some paraphernalia and stuff. So pretty interesting. It's cool. I'm envious. I wish I could just go relax. And there was yeah a lot of relaxing. We just hung out by the pool at the beach. Good time. Wish I had something more exciting to report. Yeah, yeah. We wouldn't be able to hear it anyway. Now, I have to say that, right? I did go see Tim McGraw the other day, and Pitbull was on one of his songs. Oh, you're kidding. Yeah. That's why I get up and walk out. He's on the video because the show was so tight. I was like, when saw Tim McGraw. You know, it makes me appreciate Buffett so much more. So, when he does a song, a duet with Taylor Swift, a duet with Pitbull, that they can just have them on the video screen. And it does, you know, they're doing the song exactly the same as the rate is on the CD, so that it all times perfectly. And Pitbull's doing his thing up there, Taylor Swift doing her thing. At least when Buffett does his thing, it's uh, Mac plays the role of Alan Jack. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, I went to good old Pine Knob and had a nice time and everything, but it just. It's just cookie cutter shows, man. Just you know, we really can't bitch about Buffett's playlist. He really puts in extra stuff. And here, you know, they're just playing the greatest hits, one after the other. Don't you know? Well, and he talks to the crowd on. too. I mean, yeah. He yeah there's some ad living going on. It's, it plays to what's happening that day, not exactly yeah. what you said. Except mention local radio station now, and then he says the local one. And the women are going crazy. Three or two warm-up bands, so everybody's only on there for an hour at the most. It's weird, you know. Anyway, and that show was like almost a hundred bucks. That ticket, Jeez. sitting in row JJ, you know, right behind the soundboard. No, I was off to the side. So there was actually obstructed view for really nice HD setup, many screens like on the stage and everything. So it was all it wasn't good production. They put money into it. So it wasn't like a rip-off, but it wasn't, didn't have any meat, you know. And like I said, I mean, I appreciate the, all the bitch we do about Buffett playing those like eight songs, but at least he shuffles in all this other stuff. It kind of, it can change a little bit from one night to the other. Uh, it's all commercial. They're just playing to the masses. Yeah. All it is. It's just weird. So, any gospel from the coast? Not much, really, because uh, Buffett's on break. The first leg of the tour is already done, and, and uh, Buffett's on break, and not much has happened. One thing we did not talk about the last few shows is Jimmy appearing on Hawaii Five-0. Oh, that's right. Oh, we didn't talk about that? No, we never talked about it. That was about we a month ago. It was, uh, April, it was over a month ago. It was April 15th, and uh, I can't say the name of the episode because they're all in Hawaiian. But uh, he made his second appearance as Frank Bama. Didn't you give like a report on email or something? Yeah, I, I thought I remember talking about yeah, it. But you apparently, it was on email. Down. Yeah, I didn't see it. I missed it. <laughs> yeah, I saw it live. It was. Uh, I saw a preview for it when I was watching a DVR of another show, and it was too late because it was late. Mm. I, didn't, was, I didn't. I didn't see it that mother. night. I, I saw it uh, the next day on online. It was a good episode. Huh? Yeah, it was cool to see Jimmy again and. And even though it was the second time, it, they uh, they had like a whole backstory of what had happened to him since the yep. first appearance. And they had it was different, right? He didn't fly like he did before. They had a whole and reason, you know, because this uh, 
This plane was wrecked, or the, the helicopter was wrecked, so. <laughs> he took him to the crash site or whatever, the Man. graveyard. I saw on Buffett World that, I think it was Buffett World, they said that Jimmy shows up about 17 minutes into the show. So I jumped ahead 17 minutes to, to see what he looked like. And uh, then I figured, oh, I might as well see the whole thing to put it all in context. So I went back and watched the entire thing and I realized, or I found out that the 90 seconds I'd seen was Buffett's entire performance. Because <laughs> he had three scenes and they were all in a row. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, all he, he did was, uh, they found him to take them, to take them into the, uh, to the border crossing. Right? And then once he dropped them off at the border crossing, that was it. Yeah. They needed to find one guy in North Korea found this one guy within seven minutes. Just on the other side of the board. <laughs> yeah. I love when they do stuff like that. And Jimmy took him there by Jeep. <laughs> there you go. Just walk through that path. Yeah, he knows a special way to cross the border. But it was cool to see him on there with his uh, scruffy beard. and. Uh, and uh, one noteworthy thing that I saw was the uh, episode was directed by Joe Dante, who's a film director, a Steven Spielberg protege, who directed uh, Gremlins and Explorers, and Inner Space, and this was his second Hawaii Five-O episode, but he did not direct the other Jimmy movie. Yeah, what's he, has he done anything lately in Hollywood? I mean, he's done some other TV shows. No, he hasn't done any movies. He's, he's uh, making his living directing other TV shows. Because I like I like Gremlins, and I think he did Gremlins That's a classic. Yeah, 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 he did. The Gremlins two is actually funny and cool. It was mm-hmm. actually not a bad scene. That's one of the ones you make the kids watch it, and you know they're going to like it. Gremlins. Yeah. It's a fun movie. You know, it's, I, I enjoyed it. No, movie. he had he had a different way of looking at things, and like I said, the sequel was actually kind of cool. And uh, Jimmy talked about his TV appearance in the, in the pre-show chat for the Atlanta show, which leads seamlessly into my concert roundup for the Atlanta show, which was Tuesday, April 30th. The set list was almost exactly like the Nashville set list, except they, like we said in the last episode, they dropped somebody from nowhere and did changes in latitudes instead. And uh, the concert video was streamed to select bars or restaurants via the TouchTunes service. There were no bars or restaurants in the Michigan area, so we did not have a chance to see it. I don't know if would we have gone. Do you think if they had a Michigan bar or restaurant that was simulcasting the show, video casting the show? We yeah, that would be cool. We should. That would be cool to do something like that. I think. And I'd do that at 2 a.m. before the Indian wedding. <laughs> Before Too Drunk to Karaoke, we learned Toby Keith will be duetting with Buffett on the album version. And the album is coming out in July. I think he even said mid-July, so it should be coming out right before the Detroit concert. And uh, there were more highlights than I expected from the Atlanta show, so let's just try. Instead of just playing one or two clips, let's just jump into the concert montage. Sounds good. I'm taking some uh, anti... uh Allergy medicine right here. Really? Is that snake bite? What is that? Uh, this is for Frank Bama. This is uh, this is snake blood and rice wine. Snake blood and rice wine. 
Yeah, puts lead in your pencil. Don't it cost thirty dollars a pill? <laughs> That's my line from Hawaii Five O. Oh. <laughs> okay. I can remember my lines. That's see? good. That's yeah, good. yeah. I recommend Google Plus for all of your. There you text go. Messaging needs. <laughs> that's that's right. That's right. It's good coming. word. Micah? Use use the force, Mike. Use the force. Yeah, <clears throat> we're coming into we're coming into the digital age around here. Well, I think some, some people, people are coming sliding in like they would down one of those sliding boards at Margaritaville in Jamaica, okay. and others having to be pulled in like a hog going to slaughter. <laughs> And you understand that being I from do, Arkansas? Don't you? I do completely. Hey, whoa, watch out! Woo-hoo. I have to check with my travel agent over here, Mac McAnally. How come you're not at the Songwriter Festival? I was previously engaged. Thank you very much. For and that divorced. Uh, you know, he had a struggling career in this town, and it still is struggling. <laughs> I didn't use that line the other night. I've been waiting to use that line. This thing came out of my admiration for the late, great Andy Griffith and uh, that great cast on Mayberry RFD and the Andy Griffith show. But I was out at this swinging Hollywood party. Well, that doesn't sound right, does it? Sounds suspicious. Well, especially when, when they know, no, it, was, it wasn't at the Playboy Mansion and Pamela Anderson wasn't there. I was having dinner with Lon Howard. Woo! Swinging park. Ron Howard is cool. And, uh, hell, he's open. Come on. So I was telling him about this, and he got, he got so enamored he wanted to see the tape because I said those characters were so inspiring to me. And, and I loved it when they would all sit on Aunt B's porch and, and pick guitars. And, and Andy Griffith was a great guitar player also. And, 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 Opie, I mean, Ron was telling me all this, and uh, and I said, but you know, I really love Wild There are people out on that lawn right now that are sufficiently fueled into this show going, wow, man, Jimmy's guitar got real small. Whoa. He's the same size as that guitar, man. Tell him it's shrinking. Somebody, somebody text him. I wish that I wish that uh, that Alan Jackson were here tonight, and I know y'all do too. But well, he was he was he was he was water skiing, and uh, he had a mustache accident, and he's going to be okay. But Max's going to help us again on this one because my mustache is feeling strong, strong like that helmet upon your head. That's it. Yes. Just put me over the other promise. The older son. 
one thing I noticed uh, during the acoustic part was uh, Eric Darkin is really quick to start playing the, the percussion instruments, like right in the middle of Jimmy's introduction. And I know Roger Guth used to take, he'd, he'd always wait a couple seconds to make sure it was okay to start the count in. But Eric Darkin starts playing in the middle of Jimmy's introduction. It's like he can't wait to start this. Either he, he hates Jimmy talking so much, or he can't wait to start the song. Um, we, uh, we did our show in the middle of the first leg, and after the recording, it was announced that uh, Jimmy was going to be part of a Boston Strong Benefit concert for the victims of the uh, Boston Marathon explosion. And we'll raise money for One Fun Boston, and the lineup includes Aerosmith, Jay Giles Band from Boston, but also big here in Detroit, the band Boston, New Kids on the Block, singers Carol King and James Taylor, comedians Dane Cook and Stephen Wright, and Jimmy Buffett. And that's May 30th, and the show starts at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. I don't know if it's going to be simulcast. I assume it would be. I have no idea. I wonder if like Sirius is going to get involved. Sirius XM. Hmm. Stephen Wright, that should be cool. And it was also confirmed that the Alpine Valley concert will be Saturday, August 24th, much as we expected. And Jackson Brown will be appearing in that show, just like he is in Detroit and Dallas and Austin. And I think there's another one in there too. And Lister Ed has his tickets, right? Yes. He already posted in our shop box that he has his tickets. Right before the team. <laughs> and uh, the Austin show, which should have been Thursday, was postponed one day because of high winds. This meant that the Austin show was on Friday, May 3rd, and the Dallas show would be the very next day. So Ooh, Jimmy back would be to back. Performing two shows in two days. Wow. Like the old days. To uh, make up for the postponement, Jimmy Mack and Mr. Utley appeared on Austin's on an Austin radio station for a 40-minute acoustic set. The set list didn't stray far, but the bantering was a lot of fun to listen to, so here are some clips for that. It's mainly talking. I don't have any musical excerpts to the very end, and it's probably the uh, music isn't even really worth waiting for because it's Margaritaville of all songs. We have a few copies of that. <laughs> well, I posted uh, on Twitter and Facebook a little while ago, and, and I had some old friends. I used to live in Myrtle Beach for several years. Oh, and yeah? They uh, frequent your Margaritaville uh, bar yeah, and restaurant there, there. and uh, they they are they're very excited. They're listening online today, so uh, you know I wanted to talk about how many of those do you have now? What twelve, fifteen? I know it's a, a lot of them. thirty. I'm thirty, count, yeah. Wow. It starts with the tough questions, right? I yeah, know it's yeah yeah the th <laughs> actually about <laughs> lyrics I can give you definitive answers, but uh, you know uh, I can tell you the last one that opened. Yeah, yeah. that was in Sydney, Australia. Wow. Yeah, and we're going to talk about Sydney a little while later. You probably oh, know what yeah. I'm going to talk uh, about there. What happened in Sydney? But, uh, yeah. Huh? What? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. We have you know Mr. McAnally. I have to toot his horn because you know five times CMA Musician of the Year. Look at that! Ooh. Wow! Look at that! Give it up! Freak yeah. love! Freak love! <laughs> and then we got with the infamous Mr. Utley. Mr. Utley, you know, and there it is. Well, here we are. I know, and uh, you know, when that came out, he asked for a raise immediately. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't get it. No, I did. It took a while. Yeah. But, you know, he's an infamous musician himself. Yeah. Well, I'm glad yeah. you're here, Mr. Utley. He's glad well, to finally you. meet you. 
Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Utley with his friend Jimmy. Uh, what was your name again? <laughs> Jimmy Buffet. Oh, um, Jimmy. It's the five o'clock hour. Yes. Oh. So, so there um, it is. I think heart. I feel this one coming. Yeah. So, uh, and the thing of it is, uh, we feature Mac on this because this was. Because uh, I'm cheaper than Alan Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you, I didn't. Did you ever get I, did raised? I say that out loud? Was when, that out loud? When did you ask for your raise? <laughs> no, I kind of wish the store man had, but we'd be doing a regular show. And you all would You'd be have a microphone. About money. <laughs> it's tough being the boss yeah. sometimes, man. Yeah. It's tough. So I had to make the decision today. Now I got some disgruntled musicians yeah, yeah, here. Yeah. Everybody know. else gets the day off. In, yeah. in, in, front of our, in front of our. Our wonderful fans in Austin haven't seen us in 17 years. This is what they get. Yeah, yeah, that's what you get. Welcome back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> bitch, bitch, bitch. <laughs> and I think it's safe to say this is probably still the number one uh, cover song from every cover band across the world, every karaoke yep. bar. I, I, it's still got to be number one. Wouldn't you yeah, say? I don't know this one. Yeah. Let's just say... Uh, this one works. This one's holding. <laughs> holding You're strong. happy with Very, very good to yeah. all of us here. All right. Here it is. Jimmy right. Buff this is uh, Margaritaville, written in Austin, and uh, experienced uh, and updated in uh, Sydney, Australia. Right. There you go. Here we go. You going to do your multifaceted intro? Right. Oh, I wish we had the Melodica. Yeah. You don't have a Melodica here, do you? I'll, I'll whistle the Mel- Melodica part. Whistle. Whistle. Okay. You can't whistle. No, I can't. I can't whistle. His, God. his lips are dry. I guess. Dry. All right, you start it then. I'll yeah, start. I'm do the original. Your I can do that. Brings a tear to my eye. Now you gotta go sell some stuff there, Lord. Oh, I do, and I, I want to say I think this is the first interview I've ever done where I've been grinning ear to ear the entire time. This <laughs> well, is definitely... thanks. Well, thanks for having us on such short notice because we thought it would be nice and th- and the right thing to do to let everybody know that uh, we. We will be there with bells on tomorrow night, and the wind is 5 to 10 and 50 degrees. Wow. There it is. A lot better than out there tonight, and we can actually put our stuff up. Yeah, all right. Good deal. The Austin Show was the first show with Jackson Brown. Brown's set was not broadcast on Radio Margaritaville, and as far as I know, Jackson Brown and Jimmy did not have a duet, so you guys owe me money. Hmm. Well, it's not... Detroit, Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, that's right. There we go. <laughs> we still pull out ropes. Yeah. As for the Austin set list, both La Vie Dansant and Useless and Important Information got dropped from the acoustic set. They were replaced by one song, and that song was, wait for it, Pencil Thin Mustache. Yippee. 
Yep, because we haven't heard that one. And the final song was not Oldest Surfer on the Beach. It was Trying to Reason with Hurricane Season. That means only two of the four new songs got played, and the set list is turning into something from last year. Yep. Uh, incidentally, a bit of trivia, there was, there was no steel drum boat drinks instrumental before the acoustic set, but they did remember the Southern, Cl Southern Cross playout music after the acoustic set. And here are the highlights, now that it's quiet. I'll play my own music for you. <coughs> Joe's oh. playing some music right there. Tonight, our opening act. I hope, I hope, uh, oh, do we, do we broadcast it? No. No, no, oh, we're thinking, because we... Dallas tomorrow, yeah, this is, uh, but we had Jackson Brown here on our yes. band. Do you remember the last show we played with him? Calaveras County, Ca California, in the Gold Hills, 1978. The Jumping Frog Contest of Calaveras County That's is my it. favorite Mark Twain story. Yeah. We, did a, it. we did a tour. It was Eagles weren't on it because the Eagles were out being big time. That's right. It was and Jackson and, and, and you. we were the minor leagues and Bonnie Ray. Bonnie Ray and, and uh, Les Dudet. Dudet. Les Dudet. And Finnegan. What's Finnegan? Yeah, Michael Finnegan. Michael, Michael Finnegan. Mike Finnegan. Great keyboard player. Yeah, and yeah. we were the like the Jackson headline. Right. And then we were like second in Mike Finnegan, but we did yeah. a lot of shows with them out there, and I had exactly. a cast on. I had a broken leg. But. Uh, you had to fly into this place to get to it. I mean, it was oh. a, a fly-in. It, oh. You know, you've heard of fly-in oh, no. fishing. This no. is fly-in concert. Now, yeah. we're not talking jets either. We're no, talking we're like talking. prop planes on a dirt field. That's it. That's oh, it. wow. And I, I remember landing, and there was a plane on its side. Mm -hmm. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. It makes us reassuring, you know. When <laughs> no, you but we, uh, yeah. you know, but what great songs, and boy, it was great here, so... Yeah, we'll get. He's going to do tomorrow night with us in Dallas, and then Detroit and okay. Alpine Valley. Okay. But the song, one of the great American songwriters. He is truly. Yeah. And sounded good. He did. Mm -hmm. It's great to hear those songs again. I know it. Everybody loved them here. So the proof of the of the pudding is that the, all the band was out watching Jackson Brown. Yep. You know, but we hadn't had an opening act in a long time, so. It's funny but, to see the Coral Weaver band taking pictures of an yes. artist because they're yeah, such a Yeah, but he's you know great band, great crowd, and old friend, and so that was fun. So yes, it was. And uh, the wind quit blowing. I'm dressed like I at the beach. Well, look at me. I mean, I got. A, I know what you. I got some new jeans here in town. I you went know, over. So I think you look. My good. favorite gems. May, may I say you look good? Well, thanks. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. All right, big Catch, boy. What are you, what think? you doing after the show? <laughs> Did you get those here in Austin? I did get them in Austin. Oh, okay. Want to tell you where I got them? Yeah. yeah. I got them at our, my favorite jean store here. Him. Him, that's yes. right. I think some of the other the girls. The girls, Amy. Yeah. Amy and him. Yeah. Some other yeah. guys. I think Mac McAnally got Mac some jeans there. Hey, come him. here. Where'd you get I, those jeans? Where'd you get these jeans? I got these jeans. I, and him is where I got them. Look <laughs> yes, at that. Look at that. Yeah. I hear. Oh, yeah. yeah absolutely. They I have got ladies. my jeans at him, too. Ladies there that tell the guys their butts you know, the look really good in the jeans, good, right? Is that secret? So just to brag on. Well, the you know, thing of is, we, we're now me. members they of the incredible shrinking band. We're working, the, the older gentlemen this band are working on their health thing, so we can fit into these skinny jeans. Yeah. <laughs> so we're going to do it. I wore some tight pants in Atlanta. Yeah, I know. He yeah. had tight pants green on the other pants. night. Green, green jeans. Green, green jeans. Green jeans he had on. I didn't wear this size since the eighth grade. Get out of here. I'm not kidding. Really? I was I discovered pie in the in the seventh grade. Oh. <laughs> well, hey, I detect the smell of marijuana in the crowd. Detective Jim, I'm like one of those dope sniffing dogs at the airports. That's not Texas marijuana either. 
So many people have friends in California who have prescriptions. Or perhaps you go to Colorado. Ah, progressive places, yes. Let's just say that we were way ahead of the game when we would go sailing. Because boats needed ballast, you know? You never want to be out of ballast. You have to have weight in the bottom of the boat to make the boat go. That's all I'm saying. As a son of a son of a son. Well, at eight, he went to Paris, but what the hell? And thanks to the venue, because people came from a lot of places, so they let everybody stay out there last night, though it was a little chilly. And then I was reading the blog this morning. They said, yeah, we spent the night in Freezeburger. One of my great Texas memories was the fact that, let's say we, we played Corpus Christi one night and we'd gotten a little overserved. Yes. And, and the logic said, well, why don't we just stay up all night because we had one day off and we decided to go to Port Aransas and uh, we, we were all on one bus at that time. And uh, in, in, in our celebration and our inebriation, we forgot that there was no bridge to Port Aransas. So we arrived uh, and uh, took up the entire Port Aransas ferry with our tour bus. And we, we were having a B-I-G-T-I-M-E. And the ferry boat captain, now this is, you know, this is back before the Freddy Cat world came around. And so he was a fan and I just said, well, it's such a short voyage. Can we just kind of go around the harbor a little bit? And we have video of that somewhere of the bus going over there and uh, you could only do that if you were headed to a pirate town so to my Mi hermanos of Puerto Aransas Esta canción de aquí Thank God, Gulfstream, it's starting to feel good here. So uh, we just decided if you're ready to stay, we're ready to play. Yeah. <laughs> so I saw a few requests out in that audience, which we're going to do now. The largest sign for knees in my heart will be responded to over there. Oh, I again. Thank you much. Are you appearing anywhere later tonight in town? No? Uh, I'll be at the mini refrigerator. The mini bar. Tonight, direct from live from the mini bar. Mac McAnally. It hurts my brain. But it cleans me out. Then I can go on. Thanks to you. Drive home carefully. God bless you, everybody. Have a great summer. We love you, Austin. The next night, Saturday, May 4, Jimmy played in Dallas. The set list was the same as in Austin, except for the encore when nobody held up a poster for Knees of My Heart. 
They're still playing the George Jones tribute during the encore, which I found very interesting. They're still hanging on to that song. Didn't I say they would keep doing that? Yeah, we, we did. And uh, remember at the very end when they do, um, I think it's Margaritaville, and then they stick the end of Boat Drinks. They stick Boat Drinks on the end of it. Uh, Jimmy got that. Jimmy got the that coda right in Atlanta and Austin, but he messed it up again in Frisco. <laughs> really? And the last song for this show was not "Oldest Surfer on the Beach." It was "Tin Cup Chalice." And instead of another concert roundup, about the only highlight for me was this clip from Morris's Nightmare. No, they're on the shit ship. I wrote this song a long time ago when we did uh, You Had to Be There, right? Oh, sorry, you were going to say that? You had to be there. Oh, thank you very much for confirming that. Okay. So for anybody that might have been misfortunate enough to uh, board a certain boat out of, I think, Brownsville, Texas, that uh, was leaving out of, that should have told you something right there. The color of the name. Bon voyage! The following day, Jimmy showed up at Jazz Fest for a visit. Access TV, formerly an HD network channel, was broadcasting the concerts, and Jimmy, Jimmy's daughter was acting as a roving reporter. She got to interview her dad on Sunday, and the video was up on the Access YouTube channel. And in the video, Jimmy says he'll be spending his break visiting Rio. Hmm. Which is my niece's dog, so good news, oh, wow. for, good news for him. Yeah, tell her to take lots of pictures. Uh, the break is actually a long one since the second leg of the tour doesn't resume till the end of June. Oh, man. So I hope they you know, remember all the chord changes and lyrics and stuff. They're going to mess up that uh, boat drinks thing again. So that's me. I'm done. Seacrest out. summer.